This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. The 15th International Silent Film Festival Manila happens this week. This year's hybrid event is, so far, arguably the best embodiment of the festival's philosophy of bringing tradition into the context of the times. While happening mostly online, the ISFF opened last November 24 at the newly renovated Metropolitan Theatre. That is not the only historic event. Celebrating 140 years since the publication of Carlos Collodi's Le Aventure di Pinocchio, the Embassy of Italy and the Philippine Italian Association present Giulio Antomoro's 1911 silent film Pinocchio. As is custom for the ISFF, the film was given a new score, written and performed by the Vidmar Tiro Tiro Trio, consisting of Italian violinist Tullio Vidmar, pianist and composer Nino Tiro, and recordist and sound engineer Ena Tiro, all of whom teach at the Liceo di Cagayan University in Cagayan de Oro City. Manila's fine music station rarely hosts guests from places so far from the capital, so we are especially delighted to bring you our conversation on their score on Pinocchio. We talk about their influences, techniques, and process in composing music for an hour-long film in record time. But before that, let's listen to an excerpt from their work. Here is a section from the Vidmar Tiro Tiro Trio score for Giulio Antamoro's Pinocchio.
we are very happy to participate to the soundtrack of this movie, Pinocchio. This is very important event. This is the International Silence Feast Festival, Manila. So uh, at the moment, I was even a little bit in worry because when they shown us the movie, it was 55 minutes. I said to Alessandro, that is the Italian that proposed us to make this movie, I cannot do this. He said, Dad, please watch the movie. And then we discovered that it's really very nice, very, very nice, especially for me that I'm Italian. Pinocchio is part of my life, of my background. Until you had to like court me because I was yeah. very busy with my symphony. Luckily, I'm done already. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Since this is the first time we'll be having you on the program, maybe you can give us a background of yourselves. I'm Tullio Widman. I'm Italian. I born in Trieste, that is in the east part of Italy, the last part in the border with Slovenia, Austria. So it's a middle European city with the many influence of music. I, my mama is a pianist. I study in the Conservatorio Giuseppe Tartini. And I started to travel all around the world. I went in German for many years to study, to have master class, and then I went in Chile, then I went in Londra, I went in Santiago del Chile, and then I stayed 10 years in Brazil, as I found that country too much dangerous. <laughs> I, I decided to come back to Italy, and then my intention was to stay. Just after two weeks, somebody called me, and they asked if I want to go in Philippines to teach. I didn't know nothing about Philippines. Uh, really, I don't know. How come that I'm here? But I'm here, I'm very happy. I, I love Philippines. I love the people, everything. I arrived in this ball. I stayed there for seven years. Then I knew the pianist Rudolf Goles, the dean of our conservatorio. He proposed me to come here in Cagayan de Oro. And now it's already for here. We work well. We created the Cagayan Symphony Orchestra. We make our launching. Unfortunately, after the first exhibition <laughs> arrived, the pandemic, so we quit, but we really hope next year we can start again. And now we have even some new projects, some new movies, something that is going on in Manila, but I, I have to keep the secret for now. <laughs> I am Nino and I'm pure Kagayanon. I started piano at the age of five and kind of had my lapses. I stopped. I formed a rock band. I played jazz and everything. I never really took the idea of being a classical composer. When I was 30, that's when I started to realize that I think I can compose. In 2018, I decided to study composition. So I met Horst in Liceo. I met Tulio. I've been singing when I was young. My dream actually is to become a Broadway actress. When I got married, when I had children, performing the opportunity, I had none. 2017, that's when I decided to enroll myself in the conservatory. I started with a Bachelor of Music Education with voice emphasis. And then theater came. The course was offered in 2018. And that's when I shifted. I realized, yes, finally, I can hone my skills. And Tulio has been wanting me to sing opera. When they realized that they need to record, who would record it for them? And that's how I got in. But then before that, I have been editing the videos here in the conservatory, preparing stuff for the conservatory. That's what I do. I love doing that anyway. We really work together. This Pinocchio has already 140 years. 
for what I know, the conductor of the movie was this Giulio Antamoro. If you watch the movie carefully, you see in the beginning, they speak even about the original music, the original background. But I don't know for which reason this uh, music doesn't exist anymore. We have to decide in which way you want to operate. No, as to be all perfect, like in classic music, you have to think about at the age where the people were sitting down. Probably they may confuse, or they smoke, they chat, and there is this poor pianist yeah, probably playing. <laughs> playing in a untuned piano and trying in some way to follow the movie and give some emotion even yeah. to the audience. So we try to sing in this idea. Because our classical background, we thought about the opera lyrica, the melodrama, where the music helped the audience to understand the feeling and whatever happened during the movie.
That was an excerpt from the score for Giulio Antamoro's Pinocchio, written, recorded, and performed by violinist Tullio Vidmar, pianist and composer Nino Tiro, and sound engineer Enna Tiro. We return to our interview. You can see the old Italy, the mm -hmm. old poor Italy. It's so nice to see even the simplicity, no? Even very real, you can see the people of the time, the dress, how they are, and the, the happiness to have a bit of food, the happiness for simple things. And then there was always the castigo. I remember when I was a kid, for example, you run on the road, your mama said, don't run. You stumble in some part, you, you injure your knee, you go to your mama, your mama spank you. This was Italian culture. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see in the movie, for example, there is a moment when he go in front of the judge, the judge asks to him, for what are you accused? They stole the money of him. Okay, go three years in prison. <laughs> it was a little bit of Italian because we are being stupid <laughs> because you, lo you lost your money. So there are the little things very interesting. I should now ask our Filipino guests, what did you have to study to write for this film? For me, uh, I'm a bit experienced with writing in the Italian style. But I really uh, followed the form of the Tarantel, Tarantella. Tarantella. When I watched the movie, when I started editing, and then I told them, I think you have music that would match on this scene. <laughs> and then I would listen, and then I say, okay, change the instrumentation, and then we make it faster. And then I put that in the movie, and then I check if it fits. Or she lets me watch a scene, and then I just say, oh, I think I have a work that really suited for that scene. The only thing that was a little bit stressful on my part was that I don't want to repeat music. 
it's just a good thing that there's a lot of choices. When Pinocchio comes out, there's the specific theme. And then they made this fairy theme. It was recorded with the violin and then Nino on the keyboard. And then we changed the yeah. instrument to harps to make it sound lighter, fairier. Really, we don't know from where this, this music, music comes out. Yeah, but there you know, no, it comes out naturally. You cannot identify if it's classic. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's something, something fairy music. We had the cat and the fox theme. Yeah, yeah there's We also... used the clarinet and the piano, so stuff like that. Are there any direct influences that you had? For, I think, a month now, I've been exploring Prokofiev's music for clarinet, for yeah. like a Peter and the Walls. Yeah. There is yeah. idea to, to give that instrument to the cat, to yes. the... Yeah, yeah to Peter, the and Falls, the Peter and the Walls. But I right. didn't even recommend it for Alessandro. Tullio, try not to copy, <laughs> uh, because it's more nice. What were you aiming for as a general feel to the entire score? When I was editing the video, I was not looking at the whole thing. For me, it was by segment. So I told Dino and Tuyo, we can't do this like the whole thing. I cannot do that. It's great work. It's just 11 days. Spoken like a true theater major, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bravo. <laughs> by scene. Yes. So for me, who was in charge in the editing and then making sure that at least the music will follow with the movement, I had to check my chapter. But it was funny, like, I'd say, how many seconds? Seven. Okay, I played the piano for seven seconds. So as the, the singer said, look here, oh, what can be this? Uh, when Pinocchio <laughs> got, got down, no? He escaped yeah, from... from okay, uh, for yeah. me, it's something like uh, a rope. Yeah. Something going down. We always try to give a sense to the music, to the film. Using the life motif is a very useful. Great composer like Puccini, they repeat the life motif many yeah. times yeah. because it make the audience to remember, remember, remember yeah. the moment, to learn the music. It's, okay, it's useful and, and good. For Pinocchio, Perry, yeah. the cat and the fox, the whale, the Indian, Scandalic, they had specific theme. If you would check uh, for, the for, for the fairy, I remember Tulio was saying, I want something like Philip Glass, so I did like a yeah, Philip yeah, yeah. Glass piano thing. She asked me, what do we do for the Indian? Oh, yeah, that's said, right. But then I said, which Indian? There are no Indian. No, <laughs> in but in the, in the movie, they put this Indian. I don't know. In the, in the original book, they there, never, no, there are no Indian. But you know, it's more international with the Indian. I want to ask how you came up with that. If I remember correctly, it had a sort of a bass beat underneath me. Oh, that's yeah. actually from the whale. You know that the movie Jaws, Jaws. Oh, yeah, Shark. yeah, Jaws. Uh, the minor second. Like... And then I said, we are full of movie. Going back to the Indians, I'd love to know how you came up with the music for them because Tulio does not remember any Indians in the story. And <laughs> yeah. those are not the Indians in our culture. That, that's a very culturally different sort of thing for us. It's afternoon, right? Yeah. When I yeah. told you, Tulio, we need music for the Indians. Because we don't have, Nino doesn't compose any Indian music. So like, you know, like, so, yeah, yeah, in the office, I take that, that's Indian, okay. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I was so not happy with myself when, <laughs> with Pat, because I composed a, a so difficult piece for me, full of double stop. <laughs> I said, next time I don't do like this. There are quite a number of dramatic moments, and that's not uh, something that you expect in a silent film. For me, like, generally, Pinocchio is like, an Italian version of the prodigal son. That's why there was part in the music where I think I was influenced by 
Ennio Morricone with that descending motif. Tararan. That was very, very emotional. Mafioso. It's sad because he's a prodigal son. But you know. still, the papa accepts it. And then you can hear the other instruments playing the Dies Irae. Okay. I always put that in my music. Maybe that's what gave it that emotional color. We don't really know if it's the music that's the accompaniment or it's the other way around. The way we place light motifs yeah. in the film and yeah. the music, I think the audience can already catch our ideas. You know, you know? My, my sensation when at last I watched the full movie, the time passed so quickly. The 55 minutes was nothing. Okay, sure, we are very involved in the story. We were very happy to have finished. But I think the, the audience will have the same feeling. Yeah, the, uh, the, yeah. Music, sure. the music held the flow, we can say, of the story. I think with the wrong music, everything can become very heavy. Because it's a long movie for the silent movie. It added color to the yeah. black and white. Uh, yeah. That was the Vidmar Tiro Tiro Trio. Violinist Tulio Vidmar, pianist and composer Nino Tiro, and recordist and sound engineer Ena Tiro, in their own score for Giulio Antomoro's 1911 silent film Pinocchio. 
The score was written for a screening of Pinocchio for this year's International Silent Film Festival Manila. Pinocchio was presented by the Embassy of Italy and the Philippine-Italian Association to celebrate the 140th anniversary of Carlo Collodi's Le Aventure di Pinocchio. The 15th ISFF happens November 24 to December 3. For more information, visit facebook.com slash International Silent Film Festival Manila. That's all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 4 in the afternoon, the following Monday, 12 midnight, and lastly the next Thursday at noon. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.